Hi. Oh, 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 oh. Did I do the... I think I came in at the right point. You did come in at the right place, yeah. I know I have cannot sing and have a terrible voice, but I came in at the right but point. But I high-five you for your Thank efforts you. and your timing. Uh-huh. Some people have a hard time with timing, mm. so. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to an exciting episode of PodCat. PodCat is the premier podcast on the PodCat Podcast Network. Uh, I am one of your co-cats. My name is Samuel Brady. I am a cancer. I was born in the year of the horse. I uh, am an ENFP, Meyer, Myers-Briggs personality. Uh, my aura is indigo with an overlay of red, but I think the overlay of red is probably dissipated due to me being in a better place right now. And uh, I am joined, as always, with my co-cat, Veronica. Hey, everybody. Co-cat Veronica here. I'm a Pisces, born in the year of the rat. <laughs> I don't know anything about this goddamn aura shit. <laughs> But I always forget my uh, Myers-Briggs. We should take it real quick. Oh, yeah. Do you want to take it while we're doing a podcast? I know what mine will be. I've taken it a hundred no, times. No, I'm talking about for me. Sure. Yeah, because I don't know mine. Do you want me to pull it up while we podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so what should we talk about while I'm doing boring web stuff? Okay, so... Were we finishing a thought from last one? Yeah, it's called The Specifics, and you were going to give the listeners all of the specifics oh, about I'm you. Oh, I going to tell them all the, all the, all the hot dish. Yeah. About Sam Brady. <laughs> no, but I, I will just... Can you look up the Mavericks while I try to think? Sorry, I couldn't do both. Um, I do... I am having a philosophy of... And I feel like it's funny. The way I'm going with podcast is the way I sort of develop in relationships or friendships I have with people. Where it's just kind of like, hey, let's be friendly in a very superficial manner. And then it's suddenly like, hey, here's a couple of my secrets. And then it's, uh, I'm going to keep telling every fucking secret until this podcast runs away from me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, well, I found a generic uh, Myers-Briggs personality test. Okay. And let's take it. Okay. You find it... Oh, and these are all on a scale of agree to disagree. There are... There's a neutral button in the middle, three little dots to agree, and then three little dots to disagree. So it's a scale of seven. You find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people. For me, strong disagree. This isn't you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I thought we were going through our answers together oh, and contrasting together. them to the audience. Oh, okay. You find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people. Mm, neutral. Can you pick neutral? I guess not. guess not. All right, that was a lie. It's a scale of one to six. There's no neutral. I guess kind of disagree. You often get so lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. Hmm. Oh my god, that is such a hard agree for me. That is 100% agree on my side. Yeah. I'm going to say agree-ish. You try to respond to your emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox. Fucking strongly disagree. I have 33,000 unread emails. <laughs> Is that a reference to the Politicat from yesterday? That specific number? Anyway, sorry. No. no. Nah. Okay. Okay. You find it easy to stay relaxed and focused even when there is some pressure. That is a strong agree. Yeah, you, you never have a moment when there's not pressure. You are a person who is just constantly hang gliding in a volcano while juggling flaming um, kittens. 
Yeah, I would actually, uh, I'm pausing right now to speak to you. Okay. But um, one of the things that actually makes me more uncomfortable is when life is easy breezy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have experienced this when I ended a semester after taking, what, 16 credits or yeah, something? Yeah, And I was just like, well, now what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and you're also just like, oh, I don't even have anything, like five things to do right now. I, what's the point? I should drive for Uber. Yeah. And if I just drove to Uber, then I could be double productive while I'm on my way to go be productive somewhere else. Sam, why don't I drive for Uber? I like to be productive. <laughs> You do not usually initiate conversations. Um, that's a moderately agree. Most of the time, I don't like if it were if it's my friends, then mm-hmm. I'll talk to them. Mm-hmm. But if it's people I don't know, I'll give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm gonna say, kinda. You rarely do something just out of sheer curiosity. Oh, fucking disagree. <laughs> I do shit out of curiosity every day of my life. Like, I wonder what it's like to experience college-ruled paper, and I buy a pack of it. Yes. I, that's what that oh, means. Oh, Veronica, what is your answer to the next question? You feel superior to other people? <laughs> I don't. I know, it's just easy you. <laughs> For the listener, she just marked strong agree and then stared me dead in the eyes. Uh, I'm just, you know, okay, do I feel superior to other people? Like, what kind of other people? (laughs) Are they other people or other people? Are they slackers? If they're slackers, then yeah, I feel superior. (laughs) It's up to you to interpret the questions. I'm going to say I kind of agree because I'm not perfect. Just the closest anyone else will ever see. She just changed it to very agree. The more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, you are a very hateful person. <laughs> You're just full of hate and superiority. <laughs> okay. Being organized is more important to you than being adaptable. Strongly disagree. You are usually highly motivated and energetic. Strongly agree. Yes, yeah, in here. Winning a debate matters less to you. I don't even need to finish. <laughs> disagree. Okay, but for the listeners, the question is, winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset. Strongly disagree. I love to win. (laughs) Um, You often feel as if you have to justify yourself to other people. Ooh. Mm. I mean, who doesn't? So I'm going to say kind of agree on that. Mm. Your home and work environments are quite tidy. I'm going to give that a moderate disagree. Okay. Don't you agree? Yeah. Like, we live lifestyles wherein we're like, oh shit, we got to get this house and this office clean. I like cleaning. Actually. Yes. And I do a lot of daily cleaning. So I, I feel like I, I work at it. There's just, there's impossible to make everything happen that you'd like to. There's just, so it's, it's impossible to clean up after me is what he said. <laughs> and it's true. It's on my list. Like having a clean place would be on the list of priorities if there were like a 27 hour day. I feel like I'd get there. Oh I yeah. I can't totally. quite get there. And I'm close. Well, I really, I love to have my environments tidy, but my personality type is one where I find my time to be more valuable when I'm spending it in other ways that aren't cleaning. Mm, (laughs) And for that reason, I need a housekeeper. (laughs) Okay. 
You do not mind being the center of attention. Agree. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you say that into the, for this little podcast microphone? Could you pick you up? Oh, yeah. I was really projecting. I have my diaphragm all, like, nice and hard. Good. I want them to be able to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You consider yourself more practical than creative. Mm, I would say I kind of... D- no, I am quite... Is there a both? Yeah. Those are two words I've used to describe you are practical and creative. Yeah, I'm practically creative. I'm creatively practical and practical creative. Uh, I'm going to say disagree on that one. People can rarely upset you. Disagree. Did you hear what Tim Caton did to me personally in his slight against me? <laughs> he upsetted you personally. Uh, no, I get very upset by people. Um, I especially get upset by people who have professional relationships with me and assume yeah. that I am conservative because of oh, where yeah. I live. Yeah. And oh boy. That's, well, maybe I can't say anything that would be any sort of a detail on anything. But I will say some people, um, I'm here to help everyone. And some people don't assume that I am. They assume that they need to ingratiate uh, themselves to me in a way that I can give them favorable attention in order to help. Which is completely a misnomer, but it's unfortunately it's a very common misconception about my position. But I would say the way that some people do that is, hey, you really need to help me and help me specifically. Because like you, I'm a Christian. And yeah. when that happens, I am just so just dead faced. <laughs> just, I don't know what to say or do. It's just what so ha- obnoxious. What has happened to me in a professional environment is when people talk about Syrian refugees and how they're oh untrustworthy. Yeah. And, you know, and of course now all Muslims are untrustworthy because their Bible tells you that they have to kill everyone. And I'm like, well, it's not a Bible. One. Mm-hmm. And Syrians are probably just excellent people and better than you. Well, some of the legs they have to stand on is how perfect their religious text is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. And I had not considered that yeah, before. Yeah, I, I bet you feel pretty foolish right now. I do. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm quite upset by you. <laughs> so people are awful and I hate them. Okay. Your travel plans are usually well thought out. Agree. You like to... I get to the fucking airport two hours early. It does not matter. Mm -hmm. It is. And you know what? And I learned my lesson with that American Airlines where I did not get to the airport two hours early. And I only got there one hour early and I got bumped off of the flight. That was a tough night. It is often difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings. I say strongly disagree on that. Mm -hmm. Well... I'm going to say kind of agree because I cannot relate to people being racist. <laughs> they're just talking about other people's feelings. Racism is sort of a lack of feelings where there should be feelings, right? No, feelings are feelings. Like when people feel hate, that's a real feeling. Okay. I gotcha. And so I'm going to say kind of on that. Okay. Your mood can change very quickly. Yes, I should probably uh-huh. be medicated. <laughs> I was agreeing before I knew what you were saying. <laughs> But I was just agreeing with you that yes, your mood changes rather quickly. (laughs) In a discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivity. um, This is going to conflict with one of the questions that I said earlier about I would rather be right than consider someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't, you know, maybe just to balance it out and put disagree over here. Okay. Because, you know, it's kind of halvesies. Is this well, boring radio? Well, don't feel like you need to balance out your previous questions. 
But I feel like this is judging me as a person. <laughs> There's no right or wrong. This is only you. You can't it, fail this test, Veronica. That's true. In a discussion, tr- yeah, I would say true. Yes. Strongly, no, kind of agree. <laughs> you rarely worry about how your actions affect other people. Oh, I would say strongly disagree. Did I mention on that. I turn off the radio whenever I talk to a drive through person and then also when I get my food? <laughs> okay. Mm. No, I, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, you're well, see, and right that's now. why I don't like to get like tell you how many stars are in the star rating, because now it's all relative to what you do, Sam. I do not mean to be influencing you. That's I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm gonna probably have some fuck come out or something, or I don't know what the what the. Are you touching my side boob? No, I wasn't meaning to. <laughs> Step off my tits, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you really worry about how your actions affect other people. I don't know. That's kind of hard. Like, I don't like to hurt other people for sure. I'm going to say disagree. <sighs> I know it's boring, but you made me do this. <laughs> your work style is closer to random energy spikes than methodical and organized approach. Uh, I'm going to say disagree on that. You are often envious of others. I would say strongly disagree. You know, I'm going to say moderately disagree because I think that sounds better. An interesting book or video game is often better than a social event. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Being able to develop a plan and stick to it is the most important part of every project. Yeah. You rarely get it carried away by fantasy. <laughs> no, disagree. I always get carried away by fantasies and ideas. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. hit it really well in the Myers Briggs tests. Okay. Okay, I should have been answering all of these in reference to porn. Yeah, that's that's what we're oh doing. Oh my god. This is your personality as it relates to, watches to, and masturbates to porn. Oh damn. I'm already so many questions in. You often find yourself lost in thought when you are walking in nature. Well, disagree. I never walk in nature. Do you remember the John Oliver riff on uh, last week tonight? There was a bond, um, I think, to, uh, transparency and disclosure. When there was um, talking about how, how some folks have, have used email in the, in, the, in the public sector. And one person, rather than use a personal email, um, had another public email. But that was a made-up name. And she did her, um, her pet's name and the street she grew up on. Was the first name and the last name of this? She's like, so she was sending government emails through her porn name. (laughs) That's adorable. As a parent, you would rather see your child grow up kind than smart. Disagree. I actually, I don't know. What's more important, kindness or smartness? If you're smart, you will be kind. Um, You do not let other people influence your actions. Veronica, which one are you going to click? Oh, is that the one you're going to click? Okay. Yeah, I strongly agree. I did not need any influence on that. Because, <laughs> you know why? I don't give a fuck. Your dreams tend to focus on the real world and its events. Yes, I dream about mundane shit at work all the time. Mundane shit at work, except the only difference is negative or Sam is being mean. Yeah, you're sitting in the corner, like, violently masturbating, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's never happened. 
it does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workplace. Oh, I would strongly disagree. I try and stay away from social activities. Moderately agree, actually. Disagree. Uh, you're more of a natural improviser than a careful planner. Uh, strongly agree. Your emotions control you more than you control them. Disagree. Those things are in check. How long is this? It's very long. If you look at the very top, it'll show you the status bar of how far you are. You're about halfway. Half? Yeah. You enjoy going to social events that involve dress up and role play activities. Yes, please. You often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical yet intriguing ideas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you would rather improvise than spend time coming up with a detailed plan. No. That is a Sam Brady question right there. You are relatively relatively reserved and quiet person. Strongly disagree. <laughs> if you had a business, I do, you would find it very difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees. Strongly agree. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. <laughs> you, Sam, also you're fired. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you often contemplate the reasons for human existence. Never, not once. <laughs> um, logic is usually more important than heart when it comes to making important decisions. Absolutely disagree. Uh, keeping your options open is more important than having a to-do list. Absolutely agree. If your friend is sad about something, you're more likely to offer emotional support then suggest ways to deal with the problem. Oh, strongly disagree. I always tell people how to fix their shit so we can move on. <laughs> you rarely feel insecure. Strongly disagree. I am a human from Human Bill. Um, you have no difficulties coming up with a personal timetable and sticking to it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Being right is more important than being cooperative when it comes to teamwork. Oh, strongly disagree. You know how stupid people are like that? Like, just, if you can't work on a team, get the fuck out. You think that everyone's views should be respected regardless of whether they are supported by facts or not. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, you feel more energetic after... Sorry, agree. You feel more energetic after spending time with a group of people. Agree. You frequently misplace your things all the fucking time. <laughs> Sam, have you seen my keys? Sam, I found your belt. <laughs> You see yourself as very emotionally stable. Agree. Your mind is always buzzing with unexplored ideas and plans. Strongly agree. You would not call yourself a dreamer. Strongly disagree. You find it you find it difficult to rela relax when people... Relax when talking in front of many people. So um, make sure you tell the people how you feel. Disagree. <laughs> Generally speaking, you rely more on your experience than your imagination. Who does that? Um, disagree and strongly. You worry too much about what other people think. Never one second. If the room is full, you stay closer to the walls, avoiding the center. Strongly disagree. You have the tendency to procrastinate until there is not enough time to do everything. Mm, disagree. You feel very anxious in stressful situations? Agree. 
You believe that it is more rewarding to be liked by others than to be powerful. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You have always been interested in unconventional and ambiguous things. For example, in books, art, and movies. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Last fucking question. You often take initiative in social situations. I disagree. I have to have a social butterfly with me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Results. A debater. E-N-T-P-A. You are 72% extroverted, 28% introverted, according to this. You are more intuitive than observant, 68 unintuitive, 32 unobservant. You are more nature than feeling, but very split on that, 53 on thinking and 47 on feeling. On tactics, you're more um, prospecting. I must have changed that from what it used to be. Then judging, with 59% to 41%. On identity, you are more assertive than turbulent, with 60% and with 40%. And let's see if the... Yeah, start reading, probably. Okay, the quote here is, Follow the path of the unsafe, independent thinker. Expose your ideas to the dangers of controversy. Speak your mind and fear less the label of crackpot than the stigma of conformity. And on issues that seem important to you, stand up and be counted at any cost. By Thomas Watson. The ENTP personality type is the ultimate devil's advocate, thriving in the process of shredding arguments and beliefs and letting griffins drift in the wind for all to see. Unlike their more determined judging counterparts, ENTPs don't do this because they're trying to achieve some deeper purpose or strategic goal, but for the simple reason that it's fun. <laughs> this is you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know how you kind of rib me at something at night just to see when I'll get angry, and you'll be like, "Oh, it took like twenty-five minutes for me to get angry this time." I do not. Can you frequently do that? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It totally took thirty minutes this time. No one, uh, no one loves the process of mental sparring more than ENTPCS, as it gives them a chance to exercise their effortlessly quick wit. Broad accumulated knowledge base and capacity for connecting uh, disparate ideas to prove their points. An odd juxtaposition arrives with ENTPs as they're un uncompromisingly honest, yes, but will argue tirelessly for something they don't actually believe in, yes, <laughs> stepping into another's shoes to argue for a truth from another perspective. Or just to argue, because <laughs> it's really fun to see other uh, people. Well, I like for people to prove their own point to me. That way I can see if I would like to believe in that too. Because if you can prove your point to me, then maybe maybe this great debater will join your side. Sure. Yeah, there's a famous quote of American politics from the perspective of when it worked kind of a thing. Where this conservative um, 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 statesman changed his, floor on the, um, um, changed his vote on the floor when they were in discussion. So he didn't talk to his staff. He didn't look at polls or anything like that. It was specifically on the legal age of people's ability to vote. And he was had the traditional perspective. That was his baseline thing. He didn't have strong opinions about the way, but he's coming from it of this is how it is. It's worked fine. Mm -hmm. And someone was talking about the stories of people who died in, in, in war, who didn't, who wanted to have a, an opinion about that war and have that be heard. And um, so the legal voting age should be 18. If you're old enough to die for this country, you're old enough to vote 
for the people who can send you to die for this country. And on the spot right there, he changed his mind. And that reminds me of you because you were someone who is not so proud as to be able to change their mind in sort of situations that take a lot of grace and take a lot of confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Playing devil's advocate helps uh, people with the ENTP personality uh, type to not only develop a better sense of others' reasoning, like you were just saying, <laughs> but develop an understanding of opposing ideas since ENTP um, are the ones arguing them. This tactic should be confused with sort of mutual understanding diplomats and F uh, seek. ENTPs, like all analyst, analyst personality types, are on constant quest for knowledge, and what better way to gain it than to attack and defend an idea from every angle, from every side? There are no rules here for trying to accomplish something. Take a certain pleasure in being the underdog. ENTPs enjoy the mental exercise found in questioning the prevailing mode of thought, making them irreplaceable in reworking existing systems or shaking things up, pushing them into clever new directions. However, they'll be miserable managing the day-to-day mechanics of, of actually implementing their suggestions. ENTP personalities love to brainstorm and think big, but they will avoid getting caught doing the grunt work at all costs. ENTPs only make about 3% of the population, which is just right, as it lets them create original ideas, then step back and let the more numerous and fastidious personalities handle logistics of implementation and of maintenance. ENTPs' capacity for debate can be a vexing one, but often appreciated when it's called for. It can be painfully flat when they step on others' toes by openly questioning their boss in a meeting or picking apart every everything their significant other says. This is further complicated by ENTPs' unyielding honesty as this type doesn't mince words and cares little about being seen as sensitive or compassionate. Like-minded types get along well enough with people of ENTP personalities, but more sensitive types in society in general are often, con- con- or people who are conflict adverse, preferring feelings, comfort, even white lies or unpublished uh, I kind of lost the thread of that paragraph. Other people sometimes have trouble dealing. Moving on. This frustrates ENTPs. They can find that quarrelsome uh, fun burns many bridges. Oftentimes, inadvertently, as they plow through others' thresholds for having their beliefs questioned and their beliefs brushed aside, treating others as they'd be treated. ENTPs have little tolerance for being colded and dislike when people beat around the bush, especially when asking for a favor. ENTP personalities find themselves respected for their vision, confidence, knowledge, and keen sense of humor, but often struggle to utilize these qualities for the basis for deeper friendships and romantic relationships. Opportunity are missed because it looks like hard work. ENTPs have a longer road than most in harnessing their natural abilities, their intellectual independence, and their... Do you want to keep going? I was just listening and reading. Go on. <laughs> I mean, should I keep going? Oh, well, we're almost done. We You're need to done. finish this. Okay. Uh, ENTPs have a longer road than most in harnessing their natural abilities. Their intellectual independence and free-form vision are tremendously valuable when they're in charge or at least have the ear of someone who is, but getting there can take a level of follow-through that ENTPs struggle with. Once they've secured a position, ENTPs need to remember that for the ideas to come to fruition, they will always depend on others to assemble the pieces. They've spent more time winning arguments than they have in building consensus. Many ENTPs find they simply don't have the support necessary to be successful. Playing devil's advocate so well, people with this personality type may find the most complex and rewarding intellectual challenge is to understand more sentimental perspective and to argue um, consideration and compromise alongside logistics and, pro- and process. Some people we might know who are of this personality type, Weird Al Yankovic, Adam Savage, Sarah Silverman, and Mark Twain. Great. All four enemies of mine. Is that true? No. What do you think of this personality? Um, I think that that's very true. I 
it, it certainly does uh, highlight many of my um, personality strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I would say that I don't really shy away from a lot of grunt work, especially in my professional life. Mm -hmm. I really do have the attitude of get down, do what you get, do what you got to do to make the project successful. If anything, you're almost afraid of not being busy. Mm -hmm. And sir, why well, I think you do gravitate towards the giant ideas like this has, like this sort of suggests. I think that's very true. Mm -hmm. You then occupy yourself very much with, with, with for sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sounds good. I don't, I don't, the one thing that I was thinking the whole time we were listening to this is that I do not, um, express myself to my children in this way whatsoever. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just like, that's very interesting. I wonder if whenever they get older, they're going to be like, who the fuck are you? But you do kind of groom them to have some of the strengths of this path that more than other parents would. Like you, you really impress upon them that it's very important that, that no other people don't, um, they don't care what other people think mm -hmm. um, in, in sort of this fashion. And I think like also on that same note, especially with both of them growing up in the South, um, being able to tell them that, you know, it's fine to believe in anything that you want to believe in, you know, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, very important. So, um, which I thought... Was very because you and I come from very different uh, perspectives on that. Where you would absolutely not want to have any kind of religion in your life ever at any point. Yes. Whereas for me, I just cannot care. Like if my kid becomes some devout Christian, I'm fine with that. That doesn't yeah. bother me. Um, not that I'm not fine of choices. That yeah, other people of course. Made, but like I would not be able to go to church with someone for that other person because mm -hmm. I would. The more I'd be tempted to do that, the more that I absolutely would not because I feel like you get caught in this thing of Utah of lying to people because you feel like that that's the way that you can be accepted. Mm. And I just will not engage in that whatsoever with loved yeah. ones especially. I think it's important that whenever you, um, like, again, for Noah and Eden, like, if they ever ask me to go to church with them, I would probably absolutely go. Just be like, yeah, I would love to see what you think find is valuable i would love to see your experience and really phrase it in that way rather than um rather than there being that expectation that mom is coming to church and that's going to save her <laughs> you know what i mean mm -hmm. like really be very clear about why i'm going like yeah i would love to come and support you yeah so um but yeah i think it's uh, very important to to give them the opportunity to uh, dip their toes into whatever they want to dip their toes sure. into you and yeah. to really provide that safe place for if and when they decide that they do not want to have that anymore. Oh, sure. Because yeah. at, at some point, I think that that will happen. And, you know, it, 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 of all people, whoever you are and whatever you believe really has to, you, your parents should be a very safe haven for that. Mm -hmm. So, man. This whole episode was supposed to be specifics about you. <laughs> and it turns out we just did a very boring Myers-Briggs test on me. <laughs> and I'm very sorry, listeners. No worries. I had fun. Um, podcast listeners, send us your Myers-Briggs letters. Yeah, let us know what your Myers-Briggs personality types are. And if you think that it's a good read on you, if it's uncannily gotcha, or if it just kind of doesn't doesn't matter, mm -hmm. we're here both ways. Totally. Yeah. When are you on the disc? 
I am a golden retriever, and my adaptive style is more a golden retriever. Cool. Which very much suits me. I could, as soon as they described the different personality types, I could not see myself being anything but golden retriever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so in disc, that's the S. So you're a supporter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm am falling asleep at the microphone. I better go. Okay. Well. Um, let me just say that it was a really great experience making this podcast with you. Uh-huh. And that I love you. I love you too. And maybe next time we should try a live, a live broadcast, like straight to stream from the car. Yeah, we could do that. Uh-huh. Join us on our commute. Or you could, we could, you could always surprise me, um, after I've been Sambient with the microphone. And we could have an interview mm-hmm. of Sambient. I think that that's like, isn't that creeping in on porn? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say where it would go. Kidding, kidding. It'll probably be a lot of popcorn talk. That's true. Let's be like, I just want my dreams to come true. And the things right now are popcorn. Popcorn is Sam's favorite snack. Yeah. Okay. Good night. I'm going to go have some popcorn.